Hey friend, have you ever just sat with a couple of people and just had a conversation? Um, It started one way and then it kind of just eased on into another type of conversation. And so that's what happened to me a couple of days ago. I was at a friend girl's house and we were discussing, you know, her turning 30. It's a big age. (laughs) And just some of the reserves and some of the things that she was, you know, looking forward to and things like that. And in the middle of the conversation, we should we should record this. It was suggested that we record it. And so I pulled pulled out my phone and that's what we started to do. So you are going to be in the middle of this conversation. Um, I do want to throw out a caveat that I do believe this particular conversation is meant for 18 and up. Um, If we do have any friends that are under 18 that listen to my podcast, I'm so grateful that you do. However, uh, parents, I do feel like this particular conversation um, isn't address for this audience for that audience so I do want to say that there are some explicits um there are some conversations or some terms that everybody does not agree with so I do want to say that um 18 and over please (laughs) um I also want to say that in said conversation I feel as a believer that I handled conversations the way that God had me to address conversations. I feel like God gave me the words to say what I needed to say, and then I didn't have to say anything other than what I said. Um, and I'm going to, you know, leave it at that. So um, I hope that whoever listens to this episode connects to it in some way. I do pray that Every time someone listens to an episode of mine, that God gets the glory um, in every way and any way that he can. So with that, I pray that you have the ears to listen and the heart to receive. Um, And so, yeah, until next time, friend.
trauma to where like if you moved another level you were fearful or like were you always like let's go it is what it is like no. what was your mindset no um 21 to 29 was me trying to figure out where we was gonna go what we gonna do you got whatever education you got you got experience for whatever jobs you got what are you gonna do with this are you gonna keep just trying to find a job or are we gonna try to find a career at this point what are we gonna do what are, what are, what are we gonna do um and in regards to my relationship that was just everywhere um but within my own perspective I couldn't look at her no more. I was like, okay, look, at this point, it's not about it's not about me trying to figure out where we are. I need to figure out where I am. And I feel like if I figure out where I am, maybe we can get better. It's a possibility. It's my, it, it might be me. Like, I could be deflecting and making this become an all on to you. It's a possibility. It's a possibility. So let me figure out where I, where, where I am. 21 to 29 was... <laughs> it was rough. She can attest to it. I'm gonna say it was rough. She can attest to it. My emotions are everywhere. I'm a Taurus, so I'm flighty. I'm, I'm a vibe person, so if I feel it, I feel it, and it's gonna bother me. It's not gonna sit well with me. So it's a lot of things I had to navigate and figure out how I process my emotions and how to not allow my emotions affect what I say to other people and how they would possibly perceive it. Cause it's not a possibility that you're going to perceive it the way I want you to. Yes. So I need to prepare myself for the answer that you may or may not give me. Yeah. Perception is reality. It's going to be So That's real. I had to learn that too. So. But, Miss Thirty. Yeah. <laughs> what are your, I don't want to say expectations, but what are your expectations? You're literally walking from one I know. and crossing a threshold literally. or something else. Um, expectations. And the crazy thing is the first thoughts were not good thoughts that came in my mind. And I gotta, I mean, I'm a, you gotta acknowledge it. I'm not yeah. gonna boss around saying it didn't happen. Please don't. But some negative words straight up in my head first. And I'm like, I don't know what it is about a zero. But it just feels like a starting over point. Okay. But starting over, I think my mind processes it as going all the way back to the beginning of your 20s, for example, and kind of projecting what's happened those first nine years to be a repeat in the next nine years. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that's also not true. So it's like, it's kind of like, for me, I like to follow patterns. So like, if we did it this way this one time and it worked, I'm not about to get on the We're gonna keep going away. We're going to make broke to fix it. But I guess in the 20s, there was a lot of things broken that needed to be fixed. Not fixed, but just mended. Made new. Mm. So, yeah, what you say, best friend? Mended. No, for real. It's not about you can't fix it. It's broken. Yeah, it's done. It's, it's broken. broken. So it's it's like, back together. Yeah. So it, it's, it's a fact of we're not coming into, and I'm talking it out, but I'm also telling myself in my head, we're not coming into 30 broken. Yeah. We're not. We're not. Woo, that's good. That's we're powerful. Not. We're not broken. No. So good. We're not broken. We're whole. How about that? How about that? That's it. 
30 is, is yes, zero is the beginning, but you've already surpassed what you yes. were. It's yes. a new for you. Yes. 30 is not the beginning. It is the beginning. That's real. It is the beginning of the new. This is your new season. Yeah, ma'am. You know? It's not even sure. just the new. It's your new light. You're stepping into a and then so it's it's telling myself that Mm -hmm. it's like you don't have to fear the absolute worst like the apocalypse is not coming tomorrow like (laughs) it's not and if it is then you you still (laughs) have to live your life and and you have to live your life in that moment whether the apocalypse is coming tomorrow or not but tomorrow comes you better live in that moment yeah. and be able to do what you need to do. No, for sure. I had a conversation with my uh, spiritual mom two weeks ago. Or I don't remember more. It was in June. It's July. So <laughs> that month, we had a conversation. And I'm like, I was I was really anxious just about crossing over to the decade. School year is coming up. New job, new kid. Everything is new. Everything is literally new. And it's just like that's a good thing to the ears, but to a person that's used to mm-hmm. structure. structure, structure, and having a having a blueprint with a no yeah with no nothing. It's kind of like the blueprint is there that's saying everything's perfect, not perfect. Everything has been laid out for you to achieve it successfully. You just got to put it together. Yeah. You just got to build it up. Yeah. And it's just like. I don't know how to build. What do you want? What right. do you mean build? Right. You know, so it's Where do like, I start? What do you mean make it successful? Be right. successful? What does that mean? What does that what does that look like? Right. And it's just like almost like my head will try to convince me out of not being successful. Or not being in a new space. So perpetuating subconsciously old habits and patterns to make my life what it was right. when everything is new. Right. It's weird. It's definitely it's weird. weird. <laughs> Walking into 30. Yeah. Let's not self-sabotage. So good. But how do you not? But do that's that? the point, right? She's at, as a person who's dealt with drama, trauma, and protecting yourself. Literally you just putting is. yourself in the protection mode. Yes. And you don't want to be that way. Right. You don't. You don't want to self-sabotage. You literally don't. You want to see the good. You want to do the good. You want to be a part of it. Yeah. However, because so many things have happened all the time, it's always something. And maybe I'm just speaking for me. No, it's okay. How do you break that cycle? How do you Stay out of the cycle. I'm not even going to say break it because sometimes you have these moments of I'm done. I'm going to be positive. I'm going to think positive. Two weeks later, your dog died. I quit. I'm not just. Yeah. I knew, was gonna, I knew it was going to happen. But I knew something was going to happen. Or is that your safe plan to make yourself feel comfortable? What were you saying? I feel that. I feel that because I have moments like that too. Yeah. But when you get there, when you have that moment and you feel like, I'm just. Before we get to the, I'm just stop and think about it. That's real. Like just at, at that point where you feel like. <sighs> so what do you? No, let's not. Person, not go there. What like, do you do? What do you? Th- you said stop and think about it. What do you think about to keep you from? Like how do you keep yourself from? That's all. 
I literally give myself affirmations from my own team. So like, typically, like, she'll tell you, my job pisses me the, oh uh, man, when I tell you, I be, I be at that point of just having my stuff alone. Like, um, me and He-Man are out. Like, we out, we out. We not staying here. I'm packing up my keyboard and we're going home. I'm like, and look, and look, I work from home. So it's like, we're going home. At this point, I'm yeah, shutting this shit down. <laughs> and I'm about to uh, go lay in this bed right here. Because who has to deal with this for the rest of the day? But before I can get to that point, because my girlfriend get, my girlfriend catches the most of it. She'll hear me up there randomly. I mean, going completely up. Getting emails left and right. I'm just like, okay, you know what? At that point, I'm going to tell you, I need a break. <laughs> Obviously, I'm at a I'm at a point where everybody is getting on my nerves, and I just need to step away. I take that break up for myself. But aside from me doing that, like I I legit just be like, okay, look, think about the aspects of Brianna. Do you really wanna? Do you need the job? Yeah, that's number one. That's number one. Priorities are number one. That's number one. Priorities are number one. Are you happy with the job? You are happy. You're not upset. What what you do every day is not irritating gotcha. you. You're you're unbothered. You're at home. You're at home. Think about think about all the good things that you have. Do you have to see these people that many times? No. You see them about twice a week. Do you have to deal with them that much? No, you don't. Okay. 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 Perspective. Is what she asking a whole lot? She's not. Is she coming at you a little wrong? Yes, baby. She is. <laughs> <laughs> And do I have to pull myself back and check myself? Yes, I do. Because in the seconds, you're going to catch all of where I just came from. You're going to know exactly what part of St. Louis we're from. Okay? The exact part. The exact part of where everybody in my family came from. You're going to know. Like, you're going to know. But before we even get there, just go, okay, Brianna. You know, okay. All right. Um, well, you know what? You're capable of doing this. Yeah. You're capable of doing this. You're capable of doing this. Um, Believe in yourself, yeah. because if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will, yep. and push yourself. Don't allow yourself to just settle for the numbers that you're already getting. Push yourself, and I do that with everything else. I gotta push myself. If I don't push myself, who's gonna push me? I gotta push myself. I gotta make myself go. And that's something that I literally just learned. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's something that I literally just grasped. Like, okay, if you're not gonna shoot for it, who's gonna shoot for it? Yeah. And then you're gonna be sitting there waiting to shoot yeah. your shot. Yeah. Sitting at the you, you got the ball in hand and you at the three point line and right. you're right there and you lined up perfectly. And, and all you gotta do is throw the ball. Right. And move. you just sitting there just holding the ball. Move. Right. I'm I'm too scared to throw the ball. I need I need to I need to step out. At this point I can't I can't be in the nest no more. I gotta fly. Uh oh, there's a hand raise. Okay. Why is it that black women? Why do we need not saying we need people, but why is it that we always look for the external validation or confirmation to say that it's okay for us to move forward? Or it's okay for us to, not okay, not asking for permission, but we look but in a way for it is. the, it is, but it's like we look for the confirmation, confirmation. of you're doing a great job. That's systematic you know? abuse. Huh? That's systematic abuse. That comes from, I honestly think that comes from just male versus female. Legit. Yeah, Legit. I can see that. Growing, growing up, you know, your mom waited on dad hand and foot in the I old days. I mean, waiting in the old days. Because they didn't have jobs back then. You know, we kind of, as I say, we as, as women, as a, yeah. 
we the man told us what to do. We kind of had to wait for them to move in order for us to see if we were even able to move. And nowadays, even though we as women are independent, we still want that validation from our man. No, for real. Regardless. Because it's ingrained. It's It's been passed down through a multitude of generations at this point. But isn't it, kind of, that. isn't it a, a good you should want that, right? I think uh, so. Do you want to be so independent isolated and independent that you don't need it? Or that you don't want it? Like what's the healthy balance between like I need you to affirm me I think versus like I don't don't talk to me because I don't need your affirmation. Right. <laughs> right. I think it's okay to want it. Okay. I think it's perfectly fine to want it. Yeah. I'll, I'll, when I get cute, yeah. I got my makeup on and my lashes on. You know I don't put lashes on like right. that because this is a lot. But when I put them on they and I don't get and she and she don't tell me I'm pretty. Yeah. Yeah. I feel some type of way. I really do. I feel some type of way. It's not that I don't think I'm pretty. Because right. I know I'm pretty. I right. just look at You want that like, extra round of Right. You want you the extra round I value you. I want you to see me. I want you to notice me. I want you to see me because I'm all I'm all thought up. Yeah. You should you should notice me. You should notice me without makeup. You should notice me with makeup. But at this point, you should really notice me because I'm making a statement. Like you should notice me. You so should notice me. Looking for validation from a partner, or just expecting it because of the value that we place on it. Like I think it depends on the relationship. Yeah. Okay. My um, expectation. I, I, I expect it. I expect it. And that's a kind of, you feel like that needs to be a conversation. Or like, possibly. How do you enter into that to say, hey, I'm not, because I'm looking at it from a lens of people pleasing. Mm-hmm. So validate me, validate me, validate me, validate me. I'll serve you, I'll love you, I'll do whatever. It's kind of like a pick me. Yeah, too. Right. And like, I'm yours. I love us. Mm-hmm. Validate me. I sometimes. Yeah, I'm in a relationship. I'm single. This is I'm getting real stuff. Hmm. I'm trying to mm, because I I once was that people pleasing of that that pleasing seeker type. Like, hey baby, do you see me? Like, you know, tell me I look pretty because I needed it because but that's because I was dealing with my own issues. You know. Um, now it's like. You can tell me I'm cute, and I want you to tell me I'm cute, but I already know. Sorry, you know, I need a little, yeah. But however, of course, you telling me that I look good is gonna blow my head to the rim. Like, let's be real. I mean, it's a thin line though, because you're right. There is a. I'm trying to figure out how I want to say it. It depends on the person and what they battle with inside, though. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, you're talking about the person receiving or the person giving? The person receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're only feeling good when that said person tells you, you got some some problems within yourself that you need to deal with first and then explain it to your partner so that they will also know, too, how to help you in that situation. Because sometimes I'm doing all my self-healing and I, you know, I don't heal from this and heal from that. And they don't even know the new you. They, they're living and loving 
the person that they thought that, that they were with, but Ooh. you're not even that person anymore. Ooh. You know? Actually, put a bobby pin right there. Pick me. Damn! <laughs> Got it. How do you address the no, the don't change on me component then? Because your, your partner can tell you, prime example, potential okay. told me, potential told me three days ago, you know, you are so special, I value you, thank you for pouring into me, don't change. And in my mind, I'm like, define don't change. And his definition is like, don't switch up. And I'm like, I don't have the capacity in me, first of all, to do a double dance between what you see right now and something else. It's, that ain't got that in me. So, so he said, is he saying don't change or is he saying don't evolve? I'm learning that there's a difference. I am learning there so is a good. difference. <laughs> because you want to evolve. Yeah, you want to grow. And your you partner should want you to evolve. And they, they evolve with, with you. you know, not necessarily with you, but they should evolve, evolve as well. Or involve themselves in your evolution. Yeah. And, and vice versa. I'm learning that. It has to, you guys are, as a married person, you are one. So if you are evolved, and sometimes it's at different times. So just because said person is moving up and you still feel stagnant, that's okay for a time. But just know that you can't stay stagnant the whole time either. Granted, this person can always reach down. But how But how tiring is that to constantly reach down and go back? That's what I'm saying because that's why I said said person has to evolve. You have to learn how to evolve yourself because that is tiring. This person is growing and moving and, you, you know. Right, you know. So eventually, baby, grab on, hold on to me. And if I need to carry you, then let me carry you. Because well, that's the well, one. Well, let me go. I, that, or, or let me go. That's a whole word. Sometimes you have, you have to do that. No? Mm, okay. That is heavy, and it hurts. Y'all don't drink it. <laughs> Not right now. I'm not even ready because that, that's a whole word. Like, grow with me or let me go, you know? and Or love me enough to let me go. Even if you opt out of your own evolution, yeah. that's a personal prerogative. That is. But if you love me enough, <laughs> lose, lose my hand. Yeah. Unless you really don't love me and you want to see me just as worse as you are. Right. Because you really don't care. Right. You want I don't even think sometimes is that they don't care. I think it's sometimes that that's, that's all they know. So they don't know how to evolve. And so when sometimes a person is stepping into a new door that they've never experienced before, the fear of newness, the fear of rejection, the fear of abandonment, the fear of success is a thing. Yeah. You know, you're like, oh, wait a minute. I'm actually good at this, and it's it's profitable. And what? You know, so but for example, my husband was doing a lot of different things when we got here, and I was like, "Who is you?" <laughs> like, you know, like not being funny. Everybody know we came from humble beginnings. Yeah. So when we started making money, and he started doing this and moving this way, and I'm like, "That ain't that ain't what I know." Yeah. That ain't what we, we, when we were growing, that's not what we were doing, yeah. you know? So I was like, I was fearful, you know? Like, that ain't what my mama done taught me. That ain't the- The toxicity of That ain't the generational curse that we were, that ain't the generational thing that we were doing. 
Now you're trying to break generational curses, and when you go to that level of that's a, a question to I got a list of eight questions that I'm asking folks right now. Okay, <laughs> that's good. What generational standards do you want to perpetuate in your new family? That's a fancy way to say what generational stuff we start. Go ahead. Your curses and blessings. Tags. Oh, she got a question. I'm posing a question. I'm posing a question. How do you how do you pose? Okay, so how do you how do you evolve as a person without leaving that person behind? What if they what if they drop a bomb on you while you are evolving? While you're here sitting evolving, they come in and they say, Hey, we can't move forward because I am mentally disabled at this point. Okay. I am depressed. I can't. I can't. I can't. At that point, what do you do? What do you do? When I was posed with that, my initial reaction was, you need to be alone. Okay. My initial reaction was, and this is coming from my personal, my, my girlfriend who came out and told me, this is literally a day before our anniversary dinner, and she came, of oh, eight years, by the way, of oh, eight years, by the way, um, she told me that she was depressed while I was working. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, okay, processing, cause I mean that's heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. I, that's heavy. I can't. I can't reject you. I can't reject you. Yeah. you. At this point, you need me at the most, right? Like you need me at the most. But at the same time, I feel like you need to focus on yourself to yeah. be able to get through this. You need. You need. You need. You need help. That's fair. Okay. You need professional help. Something that I can't give. And I don't want you to rely on me. Then that's something that I can't. You know what I mean? So I don't want it to be an epic fail completely. You not get the help that you need. And then there's also me flailing trying to support what I can't support. I can't hold the table by myself. I need help. And it's just me. So within the months following, me processing became aggressive. It wasn't, it wasn't loving no more. It was more like, you just told me that you are depressed. We are at eight year mark. I'm looking at wedding rings at this point. I'm trying to figure out where we're going. And you tell me this, now I feel like, hold the brakes, stop. <laughs> Something is bigger here. We can't move forward. We can't, we can't, we can't cross that threshold now. We need to focus on what the problem is at hand now. We need to focus on you. We need to focus on you. And instead of me just saying, I need to focus on you, I checked out. My mind was like, I don't think I can deal with this. Okay. This is something I don't think I can handle. Because I got my own issues, I got my own problems, I got my own way of how I feel personally. I got my own issues about how I feel about you and our relationship. How can I express how I feel now with you feeling the way that you feel? I feel like all my feelings should validate for you. At this point. Okay. At this point, I don't feel validated. <laughs> At this point, I feel like my attention needs to belong to you and I don't need to speak about how I feel. So at that point, I was just like, you know what? Everything came out aggressive. Everything came out aggressive. Nothing was... Did you did you express that to her? Or did you say, okay, babe, I got you. Or let's talk about it. But you never talked about it. Did talked you ever express your feelings and things and all the things before it sounds like you shut down? Initially, no. After 
after. After I had to process and process my own feelings of me getting over the fact that this happened literally a day before. You know, like everything, yeah. how, how it all happened. Because I was initially just pissed off because, how you dropped me on this before? We supposed to be, I thought I was going to get my back. Okay, I guess that's not happening. Not tonight. Because at this point, we are not. I'm not. We're not here. Um, but initially, I was I was pissed. So I had to get I had to get past me being pissed off to the point of me understanding that this is bigger than me. You need help. And then now it's like, okay, let's talk about getting help. Okay, let's let's talk about that. How can we go about getting you a therapist, a therapist that you like, somebody that you bond with, somebody that you can actually feel safe with talking to? Let's get to that point. Let's get to that point. And that's where we are now. But it's like. I feel like she's waiting on me to make those steps for her. And that's something I'm not willing to do. I feel like if you want help, you need to, you need to, I can help you get help. Yeah. But you have to let me know that you're ready to get, I'm not going to do it for you. When you're ready, we can do it together. But So you're waiting on her, she waiting on you. Y'all both in limbo. And now you shut down and she probably shut down because you ain't doing what she want you to do so where's the who's gonna move first at this point who should move first i i feel like i feel like i've been moving so much that you need to show me something and do you, you think she's gonna move. show it i think that she will i want her to um, do you think but, she's gonna show it I'm gonna say this. I think that she's I, I she's think capable, that she's just capable. That's potential. She has potential. She has major potential to be everything I want her to be. But it's like it's like one step forward and two steps back. So we get to a point and we're happy there and then next thing you know, we are back back to, where y'all were. You know, and it's like Sometimes it'll go for a nice little month or a couple of weeks and we, we, we good, we glad we good, we're, we're chill. And the next thing you know, spark. And the type of person that I am, I'm gonna meet your energy, period. Like, it's, it's hard for me not to. That's also something that I'm learning at 30, that I have to refrain from it's going full fucking happening. fledged. And it's not always necessary or needed. Yeah. Um, but that's something that I'm I'm Should learning. No, I'm just doubting. I get it. <laughs> it's just something I know. That I'm Sorry, I get it. <laughs> something that I'm learning. And with her, it's like it's my person. I've been with her for eight years. Like you know, she a person or she your comfort zone? And I was like, my relationship, you just stabbed me in the chest. That was good to me. I'm, 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 I'm I just can't lie and say she's good. not because she's no comfort zone. That's where I've been. Where I've been where you for been. Years. That's where you've been. That's where we at. So I mean, I'm not going to lie and say it's not. It's she is. So can a relationship not be comfortable? Yes, I think it can but be comfortable. But you don't But you don't. She took the words literally out my mouth. Being comfortable and being complacent is two different things. In, in my head it's like I don't want to say kind of like being when you get deployed 
never want to you can be comfortable because that's your surroundings for the next six months yeah. you're gonna be with the people that you're gonna be you're gonna be in in daggum porta potties and you know sand all up everywhere you know so you're gonna you're gonna have to be quote unquote comfortable but you never want to be complacent because the enemy is around all the time yeah you're gonna always have to pay attention to your surroundings so being comfortable and being complacent in my opinion is two different things and becoming complacent makes you stagnant you don't move especially with a person who's not pushing you you get what i'm saying in, yes. in my opinion again everybody relationship is different that's why i actually i get it she's your person but being is she your comfort zone are you afraid of leaving her behind Because you care about it, and y'all have been, y'all have basically grown together for eight years. So I, 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 <laughs> I get it. Um, I am gonna say, y'all are not married. We're not. Um, so nothing holds y'all together. Um, I know that sounds very mean. <laughs> it doesn't. Um, I she said it well. Y'all are y'all are not married. Nothing holds y'all together right now. Um, especially with what she has going on mentally, I get it. You don't want to be that bad person. Um, but you have to get to a place where you love you more. You have to kind of. That's that's not self. I don't think that's selfish. You can't. Sell. But I'm also very single, so you said that I can. I mean, I've been married. I mean, I've been married for almost 12, 13 years, but still, we still have our. Our things too. Um, I, all I can say is assess the situation. Um, if y'all have talked about this numerous times and nothing has done anything, it's time for you to reevaluate. And I mean the wholehearted. I don't know, girl. I'll pray for her for a, a whole. I, I definitely will. God, I believe in her. I'm, I'm gonna believe it. I'm gonna pray that she's healed because I dealt with those type of things. I'm gonna pray in Jesus. God, she's healed in Jesus' name. Like, legit. You know, um, but I'm also gonna pray for your heart, too, because I get it. You, I get it. I'm not telling you to break up with her. I'm telling you to re reevaluate. Reevaluate what you want, what you need, and go from there. And I pray that God gives you peace in whatever decision that he leads you to do that you are sensitive to his ears i'm getting real spiritual real quick but that you listen to him that you legit open your heart because you want to move on you want to move whether it's with her whether it's with her or not you want to move you want to grow so i'm just going to say that i pray that god touches your heart wholeheartedly crowning head to soles your feet all the way down to your fingertips and that she not only that he speaks to you because he always speaks that you have the ears to be sensitive enough to hear him, to move forward in what you need to do and what he needs you to do. I love Asara. Had to listen. Who you talking to? So, <laughs> not just about what you want and what you need, yeah. because God created you for something else. God created you for something. You're here. You're talking to us about what you've been through, and you on you. You know, yeah. it's not. Again, I'm going to pray for her, but I'm going to pray for you right now because you're here right now, and we're here right now. And so I'm going to pray that you, again, hear what he has to say to you. 
that he that you open your heart and you receive the knowledge over here, but you receive it just with hands out. Open your palms. And you move forward and do what again, not what you just need, but what he needs you to do. God created you for something special. And I already see that just by what you've been talking about. Your your perspective is dope. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Somebody else needs to hear that. So that's that. Okay. I ain't mean to get deep. I wasn't trying to get deep. Oh, it's okay. But LG, before I leave, I do want to pray with you. Like with you. Huh? Real life. Is that okay with you? I know this is your girl. Okay. Who are you talking to? Sorry, I just had to say what I had to say. Okay, great. So yeah. I love you, sis. I just I don't even know where it came from, but you know. Sometimes it just has to be spoken. It could have just been God blessing you and telling you what you need to do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hallelujah, God. So it's a possibility. So Absolutely. I'm definitely down with that. Bet. Um, what was the topic, free topic? Uh, somehow, generations? Generation standards. Like, to break. Because we were talking about, no, a lot of generation standards. We were talking about validation. Yeah, we were talking about validation, emotionally, emotionally where I, I said something about systematic issues in regards yes. to the patriarchy. patriarchy. Yeah. We yeah. went into asking about how a woman needs to be validated from partners, yeah. which went into expectations. expectations with, so should that be a conversation in your dynamic? Like if you are, I feel like going back to the evolution piece of it okay. and how you want your partner to be involved in your evolution. Mm-hmm. Like, do you say, this is how I need you to affirm me? And I don't expect that. I don't necessarily feel like you should expect it. I do feel like you should converse it. Whatever is going, because your partner is your partner. You're supposed to, you're supposed to, in my opinion, you're supposed to share everything. Your hurts, your hesitations, your fears, your, all the things, baby. My toe is falling off. I don't know what it is. Like, help me. Can you go get the glue or cut it off or something? Help me. You know, baby, I had this dream I almost peed in the bed. Like, I'm just, just, I'm saying, like, those type of things, for one, it makes great for laughs. For things, it makes great, just conversations all together. But, especially whoever got let, whoever is dealing with it at the moment. So, if it's a vulnerability thing, because I feel like this is where a lot of people, or I'm gonna say a lot. I'm not gonna predict a lot of people. A lot of my experience has been with getting to know people and dating. It's kind of like who's gonna be the most vulnerable first, without sending yourself off, projecting a narrative that doesn't exist. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know because I I ain't been dating. I ain't like dating dating somebody different in a long time. However, with my situation whoever is mature at the time interesting and is that a risk yes, yes. everything <laughs> it sucks but in my everything is a risk because sometimes you will get i don't want to say rejected you won't get that reaction that you always want initially yeah and that's may just be dealing with how you deal with things growing up and how he deals with things growing up you may want him to be like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. And he'd be like, oh, okay, bet. Exactly. That goes back into expectations. 
So you you have to, for one, ask God to give you the heart to share what you need to share, but also be able to receive the way you the way it needs to be received. Everything is not going to always go your way. That's real. And and that goes with just the simple response of, "Hey, babe, can you roll my back?" And they'd be like, "Oh, hold on, wait." Like and but you know, growing up. His mom may have, you know, rubbed touching him. You know, it could have been a thing. You know, it all goes back. It sucks because it all goes back down to childhood. It always it goes down your bloodline. Like everything. Again, getting spiritual real quick. Every we wrestle against not flesh and blood. Like everything is spiritual. You know, so the way he receives and perceives things, and the way you do. Well, that's after somebody with no trauma and I done been through shit. <laughs> no, seriously. I've been the whole world. It's, it's, it's a and, yeah. communication, yeah. prayer, all like legit. And the willingness to work together. We're all together. Okay. You were Okay, well, no, I just don't know. Well, you got it. Think about it. Bring it back, guy. Bring it back. Did you get the the touch? And I don't mean that in a weird way. Did you get 
Because it's important though. Did you get the embrace that you wanted though? That's what I'm asking. From your mom or from the people that were very important in your life. Did you get the embrace from stakeholders? Yeah. That you needed? No. Um, I would say I would say fifty fifty. I was always I'm the youngest, so I'm the baby. So everybody said I was spoiled anyway. My daddy spoiled me. But I mean everybody said I was spoiled regardless of because I'm the youngest. My mom isn't like that though. So like when I was when I was younger, I remember her getting me all dressed up. When I was all dressed up and I was all dolled up, she loved me. We we showing we showing little baby all yeah, she looked yeah. just like me. Yeah. Um, but being in the home and your first cycle and your first boyfriend and thinking about sex and all of that, there was no there was no connection. There was no connection there at all. There's no connection. If anything, you get pregnant, you out. Yeah. So I mean like it wasn't. It wasn't that. I mean, mom. I just. I because I'm the kind of person that I'll come home and stuff. I just need some love. Like literally. Like I just need somebody to embrace yeah. me because I feel like I'm crying. Yeah. And you don't even need to know why I feel like this. Yeah. But I feel like this. Yeah. So embrace me as my mom. Mm-hmm. And she would be like, "What's wrong with you? Why you look like this?" And then that shifts. Like you know what I mean? And you know, like then that shifts. Like, yeah, I can't, you gotta get. I can't feel like I can express myself to you. Now I feel like I need not to be like, feeling. You can't like, be sad because yeah. now you seem weak. Now some yeah. And I'm thinking that maybe this is this is like this everywhere and I go down the street to my best friend's you know, my other best friend's house Val and her mom is Hey baby, come here and they all hug in and, and Val is sitting on her laughing. I'm like, Oh my god, why is y'all yeah, y'all do so, this here? Right, this is home. normal? Oh Literally. Okay, I don't get this at home. Maybe it was a culture shock for learning new normalcy, new healthy normalcy is Wild. It's wild. It's wild. And you don't know how 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 long the lines go and how it affects you. Yeah. yeah. And I could have been the exact same way. A person that I don't don't touch me. I don't want to be. I'm completely different. Because you need that embrace. Because I also got that from my father. Gotcha. So me getting that from him, I that clung more to him. Right. Because, because that's, that's where I'm getting it from. Right. That's where I'm getting it from. And yeah, she hates that shit. But I mean, it's just. But but if you would have gave me what I was looking for as my mom and then they got divorced. So yeah. my mom and my dad got divorced a year before her mom and her dad got divorced. We were literally um, at the same time. At the same fucking time. We were best friends. Well, we were best friends before. But it solidified. But it bonded. Yeah. Mama She wasn't like that, but she was like that because I'm a hugger. I am Taylor. As soon as my daughter, I want her to come. Like matter of fact, I go to her room to lay on her and be like, "Sis, hey. hi, how's your day?" And she's like, "Mama, girl." <laughs> and you know, like I tell her I love her like 18 times a day, and I ask her, I said, "Do you do I give her your nerves?" She was, she was like. I mean, you say it a lot, but, and I said, well, do you want me to stop? And she was like, well, honestly, if you stop, it would be weird because you do it all the time. And honestly, I was, at first I was like, no, that's a good thing. Like, let me, she, she was she gave me a backwards compliment in a way, but it was okay. Like, <laughs> but I have to understand too, because I had to learn, and I don't know if you have or not, I'm skipping a whole step, 
I would choose to learn to forgive my mom because she didn't know. Or what she couldn't give. Right. Yeah. She didn't know. Now, granted, me and my mama, we talk every day. That's, yeah. that's hard to do. Like, it's very hard to do. Yeah, it's hard Especially to do. when they go off like nothing happened and nothing is wrong. That yeah. may be uh, yeah. a situation, too. Yeah. But at the same time, forgiveness and I have I, to learn I, something, something I did in my 20s, for real. Forgiveness is not for them. It is not for them uh, For me, I feel like... And I feel like I feel like I feel like I feel like I might lose a new friend. Don't 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 hate me. But me? I feel like yes. <laughs> okay. I feel like I feel like I feel like the church and specifically not not all churches. Not Come all, on, say just it. ours. Say it. Just where we came from. I feel like I feel like there was so much religion. Coddling. Yeah. No, not even religion. Okay. Coddling. I don't know what. Everybody got coddled. What do you mean? Ooh, right. What do you mean? I can name names. No, 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 you don't have to do that. Like, like, what do you mean? Like, general right, what do you mean by coddling? Like a person, like coddling a group of people, or like people. I'm going to say one thing. You gonna, you gonna no, you're going to understand what I'm saying. Okay, go. we still on page one. Absolutely. That's coddling. So, in regards to that, in regards to that, my uncle. I don't know I'm finna, I'm finna. Okay, great. <laughs> I got lost. We're gonna, okay. we're, gonna, we're, gonna, we're gonna cut you in. Okay, great. Chief, chief. You know how Pastor, let me give you a new program. I'm gonna give her an opposite. Okay. You know how Pastor Ronnie can do Bible study and it'd be so in depth that if you don't go back to look at his notes, you're gonna be confused next week? That's page 32. And then next week, we're gonna be on page 33. Right. You understand know what I'm saying? I think so. Versus the revisiting of basic information. Not even. Make sure you read your Bible every day. Okay. Husbands, make sure you do it. And you feel like the church does that to black people or just mm -mm. what do you mean? Can I tap in? Let me give you a cultural cultural insight. Okay. So with our particular house, denominationally speaking, Mm -hmm. we were Southern Baptists. So it was the the, what was taught was more grounded in morale than biblical truth. Gotcha. So more or less this is how you should talk to your spouse. Yeah. Now let me preach a sermon, which is about telling this. you a story yeah. of an experience yeah. of how to treat your spouse. Yeah. And if said spouses don't agree or disagree, let me go run to our pastor, who is our only mediator, to have a conversation. Now on Wednesday when we come back, we have to have the same conversation okay. to help support why I told you on Sunday what I told you. What I told you. Okay. And this is a cyclical thing. That happens. And then on Friday we're gonna praise the Lord because man, you finally got it. If you got it. If you got it. And if you didn't get it, well Sunday, Sunday we're gonna, gonna have to revisit it again. And so, so you went you said coddling. Coddling. Coddling of people. Gotcha. Coddling so people. versus so, people taking accountability for their soul salvation. Yeah. And working it out yes. with fear and trembling. None of that. The accountability is being held by the pastor alone. And it's and it's well, you know, my lights are getting cut off. My son is listening to R. Kelly. My children are having sex versus taking that on as parental yeah. guardianship, yeah. learning how to budget. Gotcha. Assign responsibility. Mm-hmm. There was no assigning. 
So if I can't fix it and it's not working for me, I'm going to dump on you okay. without consideration of your person and expect you to fix me. You give me whatever feedback, wisdom, whatever, and I may or may not apply it so I can come back to you next week. And, it's, and that's why you're saying basically our parents' generation Correct. are able to be accountable. Is that what you're saying? Yes. Gotcha. Or are not being able to be accountable. Gotcha. Understood. So my question to you is, when you get to heaven and God's like, okay, did you forgive your mom or whoever? And you'd be like, no, because she didn't hold your, she didn't hold herself accountable. Then he said, well, are you holding yourself accountable? Like, what are you going to say to him then? And I get that. I definitely get that. I definitely get that. And the only reason why I'm saying that is because, child, I'm just now learning how to truly forgive and no, ask God to remove the fragments out of my heart. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I just got to a point where I was just like, you know what? My mom is the way she is. She's going to be that way. And I'm going to accept that for who she is. Have I forgiven her for some things? Not exactly. It's a, not exactly. I'm not going to lie about that. Not exactly. But have I learned to just accept her for how she is and love her the way she is? And you can, and this is my opinion, this may not be biblical, I don't know. Please don't throw no forks at me. Girl. You can love from a distance. Yes, you can. And that's just, again, don't throw no forks at me, people on the podcast. Um, <laughs> love you. And that's protecting your, because the, the hard thing about all that. As you're unlearning dysfunction, whether it be spiritually imposed, yeah. from, you know, your family is imposing it, yeah. whatever, unlearning it is difficult. Yeah. And then when you learn a new truth, realize right. you have how to much you was and already then, in, yeah. you're going to feel the type of way for a minute. Yeah. And they are not, because they're not unlearning and they're still like living life as it is, yeah. their habits are not aware. Their habits, their personalities, their trajectories their projectories are not aware of these new normals for you yeah. and it's going to irritate your ever-loving soul because me and my mom went nine months without speaking because i refused to pay her for a hairstyle that or she assumed that i wouldn't pay her for a hairstyle long story short we ain't talked for nine months and i was okay with it because I'm, I'm not about to disrupt the new normalcy of peace without yeah. conflict, without manipulation, without gaslighting, yeah. without victim mentality. Yeah. I, I don't have to deal with that. So if you choose to not talk to me, that's on you. And she let me know once we started talking to people, that was hell for her. But I'm like, you chose to not speak to me. It's not that I didn't. I tried to call you. You were short. You were cutthroat. I don't have to subject myself to that. That's abuse for your comfortability. Not there. Okay, so that whole situation just brought me to when I was not speaking to my sister, Becky. Oh, yeah. So, my sister, I was, how old was I? I don't know how old I was. How old I was anymore. I probably was maybe 14, 15. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom and my dad had just got divorced. Yeah, so I probably was right around 14, 15. We already moved and was looking at a new house. Um, my sister was taking me home one day from me being in her house. And she was pissed, raining and raving. I'm 15, just listening to her raining and rave. I don't know what she was arguing about at that point. She was just pissed the fuck off. Next thing you know, she, Brianna, he not your real dad. Whoa, that's crazy. You said what? Can we circle back? Like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Who not who? 
wait because I only know one person is mine. You know, so I'm just like, and then I'm, I'm 15. I'm what? What? Like you, 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 you playing, right? You playing? Like you playing? And you know she's she's angry, so it, everything is spiteful. Every everything is coming out. I'm not playing. She's gonna ask you. But all right, all right. Well, I'm getting out the car. I'll catch you another time. And I came in the house like shattered. I'm like hold on the face shattered. So I came in the house. I'm like, huh? I go to see my brother. My brother's in the is that he's he's sitting on the couch and he tells me. I'm like I'm like so. But he just told me this. She told me about this person. Who's this person? He goes to go pull out a photo album and gives me this picture, this guy, and I'm like, so who is this? Because this yeah. is definitely not the person that I know to be. Your dad. And then I'm like, okay, epic. Mom, because who is this? Go to the source, right? Because at this point, I need to know who this is. And are you telling me that the person that I know as him to be mine, like that is my actual father? Because I, I my daddy is a parent. Like he's he's everything to me. So it's for me it's just like that was you you, you broke you, you broke me in half. Literally in half. In half. In half. In half. My mom never came to, you know, grips and all that other jazz. And that's another reason why these things things we gotta, you know, things we gotta work past. You know, things we gotta work past. And I understand. Stuff happened in the past, you don't wanna un unravel, you want this new sanctified life, you wanna stay there. I get it. And I I understand I love you for that. I, I, I love you for who you are and I'm gonna love you where you at. But you know, like that's something I'm gonna have to that's still I'm gonna have to yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. have to work on my mind. Trust, yeah. But like that whole situation, that was that was 14, 15. I did not talk to her. I did not speak to her. We did not speak. When I saw her, it was no, and she has six of my nieces and nephews. I'm here for them and that's it. When you see me, you gonna see me with them. And I'm not I'm not here for you. And if you come over here and speak to me, I'm gonna walk away. Like, that's how bad it was. I didn't want to be in the same room as her. Looking at her pissed me off. Me seeing her on Facebook pissed me off. Me seeing her having fun with the kids pissed me off. Like, everything, everything she did literally pissed me off. So much so to the point where I started talking to my older sister like, I wanna, I wanna be involved with my nieces and my nephews, but I wanna be around her. I couldn't even say her name. I was like, I don't want to be around her. Like, I, I, I'll come for Izzy. I'll come for, I, I'll come for Nathan. I'll come for Donna. I'll come for my niece and nephew. She got six. Yeah. I'll come for my babies, but I ain't coming to you. Like, I don't want to be around you. They going to be there? Okay. Where's she going to be at? Because I don't, I, I don't want to see her. And my sister was like, but do you want to continue to live your life like this? Like, do you, are you going to forgive her for you? Or are you going to forgive her for, for her? Because you can't forgive her for her because you want to be validated and you want her to hear how hurt you are. Girl, you gotta you gotta so forgive her for yourself. Yeah. And it took me a long time to come to grips with that. Yeah. Yeah. Without having a conversation with her. Without telling her how I feel. Without you seeing my face. Without you seeing my neck roll. Yeah. Without you seeing my body language. Yeah, yeah, without yeah, you yeah. Seeing, <laughs> without you seeing how pissed off I am. I didn't have that conversation. I had to sit with myself and be like are you gonna miss your nieces and nephews life because you pissed off at her? Mm. Are you gonna miss her life because you pissed off at her? Do you want your sister back? Really, do you want your sister back? Yeah. I used to be close to her. Do you, yeah. do you want her back? Yeah, right. Because here you are developing this grand relationship with your older sister, and you got two. Why, why are you your sister? Okay, and, like, and, she, and she's the one who was like, she was like, but I know baby got her issues because She's my sister too. I know she got her issues, but you gotta love her the same way you love mother. 
the same way you love her, you gotta love Betty too. You gotta love her the exact same way. And it took me a while to grasp. But I was like, I read, I read you, Tori. Like legit. Like she got the, I read you. I mean, she, was like, she was like, I know you don't want to create right no, now. I, yeah. And I know it's going to take some time for you to get through. But once you get there, you're going to be happier that you did. We never had the conversation. So we never had the conversation. But we talk now. Right. And we're closer now. Then now we're than, we, than we were before. She calls me out the blue now. I'm like, hey, I just want to say hi. Shit didn't happen before. And I wouldn't allow it to happen. Right. But now that I open my heart to it, yeah. you got to be willing to change. Babe, Sorry. <laughs> no, for real. You have to be willing to change. You have and to be willing hard. to let go. And and it's hard. Like people think changing is just like a oh yeah, I'm in my mind up. No, no it ain't. I can make my mind up instead. It ain't. And sometimes I'll 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 do you one even better. I had a situation and I was like, I'm never forgiving this person. And I said that God, I ain't I ain't doing it, you know? And <laughs> eventually I ain't gonna do it. I did it. But then I felt myself being mad that I wasn't mad anymore. I was legit. You know what they did. Like like why going back you, on it, like wait a minute, but this is what they did. Right. Though. Like why is you why is you smiling? Why are you talking to why me? Are you why are you being apologize? They didn't do right. But the thing is, I was it was crazy because I, I had to I don't know if God revealed it to me. I, I didn't you're mad that you're not mad anymore. Do you know how toxic that is? Because you want to be mad. I wanted to be mad because I wanted to be validated. Nobody yeah. knows what they did. Yeah. Like everybody, like nobody knows. You know, like why? Why? You wanted to say your piece. Right. You're like I wanted. Why? Why is it working out? Why is everything working out for them? And everything. And I'm going through hell over here, not knowing that they had what they had going. What considered? what they consider hell to be for them over there. It's just that I was in my own little bubble. This is my consideration of the variation of hell for me. <laughs> your hell ain't my hell. It's, it's not. not. It's not. It's oh, not. It's not. It's not. And I had to understand that. But it's, it's, you're right. You have to be willing to change. You have to be willing to open up and to, to let it go. Yeah. You know, and legit, I've been... Pastor Steph said it to uh, our pastor at church. She said it a while back. Like, let God sweep out the fragments of your heart. Like, the bitterness, the re- the resentment, the the fear of rejection, uh, intimidation. Like, the fear of vulnerability. The fear of vulnerability. Like, what? So, so many. We are so prone to and taught to, like, hold on. Condition. Condition, that's the word. To hold on to stuff. You know, that stuff will kill you. Yes, it will. Stress you will find yourself wanting to release and be active. I feel like when you withhold vulnerability, you prevent yourself from experiencing powerful, like potent. I don't just label it as as abstract energy, but you you limit how much you can receive or truly That's what it is from a situation because you're blocked you, off. Yeah. How do you become unblocked? You have to. You have valid reason to be blocked off. No, no, because I still feel like I have valid reason, and that's the toxicity in me. Is it toxicity or is it a trauma response? I don't know. That's a great question now, but I'm. But I know that I'm not willing to be resentful anymore because it hurts me. 
I've been blocked off on so many blessings because of my anger issues, because of my mistrust. I've missed out on, I ain't gonna say so many people, but I've missed out on opportunities and blessings because I had my hands tight. I didn't have them open. You say it all the time, open your palms. You, you, I can't do that if I got resentment and anger and all the things in my, like, so how God gonna miss me? Hold on, hold on, God, I got you. Like, how, how? I can't. You juggling with your wrist. Literally, I have to let go. Do you think that trauma causes toxicity? Of course. Okay, would you weigh them the same? Trauma and toxicity? No. live for that you have you have getting spiritual again you have those spirits that try and pull that i don't know the other spirit out of you say like i know what buttons to get you know get you pissed off like right you have spirits that do that you have that spirit of abandonment in me can say something to you to trigger your spirit of rejection like it's all a system like people literally live some people live to literally piss you off and i, I think i think to, to to her point to her mom's point what do you do and i'm saying about some people talking what do you do when you've painted a narrative so many times over in your head mm. that you have now perceived it to now it's true. reality to it's reality true. wow to be true. Because, because to her mom's defense yeah if this is how I'm interpreting this situation, whether right or wrong, whether mm-hmm. I'm acknowledging the bad in it or not, mm-hmm. on the outskirts, this is what it looks like to me. Yeah. Maybe I embellish a few details here and there. Who knows? It's a memory at this point. Yeah. But how, who are you to say to me that this narrative of my interpretation is false just because it's not your sure. experience? 
That's true. Now, I understand that. You know? That's true. But also, I need, I need a tourist perspective too. And even if she mom, you're pussy and mom's lying, but even if the narrative is completely false, what is it in you that wants to create this mm. picture of what you want it to be versus accepting what truly is? Because when you acknowledge how ugly the truth is and how bad it is, that's accountability. You responsibilities and you did not own up to those and you didn't have your own accountability. It's a reflection of you. Yeah. It's a reflection it's, of yeah. you and how you were opposed to how you are now and you want people to see how you are now and forget about how you were then. My mom did the same thing. Some, I remember telling her a lot of stuff. And she, one, uh, I think it was here. Matter of fact, I was already moving in here and we were joking at first. Like we were just kicking and going back and forth about life. And I'm like, I'm like, girl, please, you beat me for no reason half the time, and you called me fat. I was never good enough for you. And then I just started dumping. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it feel good to say. I don't know how it's making you feel, but I can talk about it. And my mom is in there sobbing. And I'm like, first of all, you don't cry. What is wrong with you? Right. And she was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, it was so weird for me. I needed to hear it. But I'm like, this is weird. Like, in her head, she didn't have a clue that she was doing all, like, the details were, she was thinking about it. I'm like, I didn't say that to you. Yeah. But and in not her knowing head, what it, in that moment, yeah. she was perpetuating something that she had seen. So I'm just like, she was like, that's how my mama did me. And I'm like. It's a generation so, thing, though. Like, I'm so sorry to have you, you know? And I'm in there getting free in the right. bathroom. Because you don't even. Sometimes we don't even know what our parents went through yeah. to make them the to way they them. are, yeah. you know, like, and that's something that they will have to deal with. But for your generation, when you have kids, like, you're breaking that curse. You're severing the ties. Like, it's a. Oh, it's a wrap. I didn't realize, I didn't realize that until I heard my mom slip, we were talking one day and I just 